the C.D. Howe Institute, Essential Policy Intelligence. Welcome to Intelligence Chat, a C.D. Howe Institute podcast that asks the right questions and provides the answers. I'm Kyle Murphy. The Canadian corporate income tax system is subject to a number of problems that call for fundamental reforms, starting with rethinking the main role of the system. This, according to the Institute's latest report. In it, authors Robin Baudway and Jean-Francois Tremblay, two of Canada's leading tax experts, recommend changing the tax base from shareholder income to above normal profits or revenues above the normal cost of doing business. To help us unpack the author's bold recommendations, I'm joined now by Alexander Lorraine, Director of Research here at the Institute. Alex, welcome. Thanks, Guy. Alex, to start, what is or are the problems with the current system that justify reform of this scale? Well, the first issue, I'd say, is that the current system is unnecessarily structured as a method or mechanism to ensure that the shareholders, who are the owners of the corporation, do not shelter their profits from their personal tax obligations. This is uh, what economists call the withholding function or the withholding role of the corporate tax. Uh, It's been shown uh, empirically that exposure to international markets, international competition, mean that most of the corporate income tax burden is shifted to workers through lower wages in the long term. So if shareholders can shift their tax burden, their corporate tax burden, to their employees, it doesn't make much sense to withhold uh, the corporate tax uh, obligations and to give those shareholders uh, a a dividend tax credit and and, uh, a capital gains, partial capital gains exemptions for uh, corporate taxes that they have uh, shifted to employees. Now, the authors say the ideal way to move from taxing shareholder income to above normal profits would be a cash flow type system. Yet, they're advocating for the adoption of the allowance for corporate equity. How is this approach similar to a cash flow type tax? Well, this is quite technical, but it it can be demonstrated uh, empirically that the uh, allowance for corporate equity, so the ACE, is equivalent to cash flow taxation in what we call prison value terms. The the ACE, the allowance for corporate equity, gives corporations a deduction uh, when they compute their taxes equal to uh, what we would consider the normal rate of return uh, as determined on globally on, on international markets. And, uh, and and that's what the, and that allowance for corporate equity is basically uh, what shareholders can expect to earn in profits in normal economic conditions uh, globally, wherever they decide to invest. So anything above that normal return becomes then fully taxable at any rate. Uh, the, the, the lawmakers would decide to adopt. So the ACE is like taxing cash flows because all of the costs of doing businesses under normal economic conditions uh, effectively are excluded from the tax base. 
only there only again remains the profits above that normal competitive level that will be taxed and that's important because in this way the ace will not discourage investment or at least not as much as the current system does because the current system we have to remember uh, discourage or what economists would say distort uh, investment decisions financing decisions so whether we finance corporate activity through debt or equity uh, it discourages risk-taking uh, it discourages innovation um, influences decisions for where to locate corporate activities influences decisions on uh, where to report profits so there's a lot of distortions in the system and and the ace uh, would uh, allow to um, to eliminate uh, if not in full at least partially uh, some of these distortions now this sort of change will shrink the tax base and therefore reduce the revenue that governments take in from corporate tax can the shift away from taxing all shareholder income to just above normal profits be revenue neutral yes it, it can be done the the, the revenue shortfall uh, for government uh, from in introducing the ace uh, can be compensated by on the personal tax system uh, fully or par partially uh, removing the dividend tax credit given to shareholders and the partial uh, exemption of capital gains those those two personal income tax mechanisms or credits and exemptions uh, are given to compensate shareholders for taxes paid at the corporate level um, now since most um, since most shareholder returns now can be sheltered using RSPs and pension plans and other other mechanisms as such and since a lot of the corporate tax has been shifted to employees anyway uh, these these uh, these in what we call integration uh, mechanisms are are, um, are are now unnecessary in a way Alex how do the authors propose spurring greater innovation first the the reform in itself, the, the mm -hmm. elements of a corporate equity uh, would be better conducive to investment generally and uh, more, more investment uh, would likely lead to, uh, to, to more investment in innovative technology. So the reform, reform in itself uh, should be conducive to innovation. But the reform package also includes uh, at least three elements that are specific and that would be very helpful for uh, for uh, for innovation. The first one would be to uh, to give some um, to to make sure that tax losses can earn uh, some interest, so can grow through time, so that so that tax loss carry forward doesn't lose their value as time goes by. Uh, that's important for uh, an innovative small firm or investment in technology because it often takes uh, many years before it becomes profitable and so uh, the tax losses accumulated lose their 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 value their real value through time so given some interest on that is very helpful 
Uh, another uh, component of the reform that's important for innovation is uh, would be to give a preferential tax rate, so a lower tax rate for uh, income derived from um, IP, from international, from um, intellectual property. That's this. This is something that uh, countries like the UK and uh, and other countries uh, already do, and it's uh, it's it's helpful because uh, intellectual property can be transferred to any countries really. Like it's not tied to a location, and so because it's not tied to a location, like a mine is, like an oil field is. Um, it's having a lower tax rate on it uh, ensures that it stays in the country. A third reform um, would, would be to give innovative small firm a flow-through share treatment. Like, I don't want to go into details uh, in the weeds in this, but uh, the oil industry and the mining industry already get that uh, flow-through share treatment for, uh, for investments. And uh, the, the, it's, it's very helpful for firms that do that requires a high level of investments at first and they don't generate a lot of cash flows, a lot, a lot of revenues uh, in the first years. And uh, so they get to flow through their, uh, their, uh, their tax deductions right, right away to, um, to, uh, to investors so that they can claim those deductions on their personal income taxes. So that's why they're flowed through. So we would extend the same treatment while well, the reform package would extend the same treatment to innovative small firms. Alex, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. You can find the comprehensive analysis at www.cdhow.org, along with cutting-edge analysis on a wide variety of public policy issues. And that's all for Intelligence Chat. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Until next time, I'm Kyle Murphy. Thanks for listening. The C.D. Howe Institute. Essential Policy Intelligence.